made known that the church to the principalities and powers of the heavenly places, according to the eternal power which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, there is an eternal purpose. There is an eternal purpose that what what do you understand when you hear eternal purpose? Fluid? Long term? Forever? So this is the thing. That now and forever thing is messed up. It's messed up. So when you read, you say, uh, to me who am less than the list of the sayings, this grace was given, that I should preach among the Gentiles and such of creatures of Christ, and make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages which from the beginning of the ages has been hid in God who created all things through Jesus Christ, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, 
the search for this purpose has to backdate every form of human consciousness that you have. Every form of human consciousness that you have, you, you search for the eternal purpose of God or to be in the eternal purpose of God has to backdate. And the only way you get into that spectrum of time, you get into that spectrum of of the measurement of time, and I say measurement of time so that we can understand, is through what is eternal. Through what is eternal. So what is eternal? What is eternal? Mm -hmm. not, 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 the, not definition, but when we say eternal, what is eternal? I know eternal is everlasting, but what is everlasting? I'm not looking for the definition. I'm looking for the substance that is eternal. So when we say uh, uh, verse 11, to the intent that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in heavenly places, according to the eternal purpose. So, basically, the scripture is saying that the manifold wisdom of Christ can be made known, but it can be made known minus knowing the eternal purpose, which it fails. That's what according to means. That the manifold wisdom of Christ might be made known to principalities and powers in heavenly places. That is a complete statement in its own. And then it says, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus. So, it is not just about making known the manifold wisdom. It is making known the manifold wisdom according to the eternal purpose. So you have to be loved into the eternal purpose in order for you to make known the manifold wisdom in its full effect. Let me say this again. You can make known the wisdom, the manifold wisdom of God. But it does not come in full effect if it is not made according to the eternal purpose that was accomplished in Christ Jesus. So, as part of the body, our work is to find our 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 work is to find our place in His eternal purpose, even before we come to the spreading of the manifold wisdom. Because so many a times we run for the wisdom and not find our place in his eternal, and not find our, our, our place in his eternal purpose. So his eternal purpose is accomplished in Christ Jesus, meaning that you and I are part and parcel of his eternal purpose because we are his body. We are parts of his body. So that's why I was saying at the beginning that when God gives a word to us, it is very important that we run after that word because that word is specific to the part of the body that we are. And when we know that and understand that, then we are functioning in eternal purpose. Let me say this, that if you have the habit of hopping from church to church, from fellowship to fellowship, then you deny yourself coming into eternal purpose. Because you're neither a foot, you're neither an eye, you're neither an ear, you're neither you, like you, today, 
kesho umekuwa juzi kesho kuto umekuwa kisigino kesho kuto umekuwa mkongo so when the word of god comes when the instruction comes to the part of the body that is the back then in that day it finds you missing because you have moved to that place that is the knee so you are you are never you are never operating in in what you're never operating from the point that you have known his eternal purpose because his eternal purpose was accomplished in Christ Jesus so how do we get to eternal purpose the only way we know what is eternal is through that which is the only way you know what is eternal you only know it by that which is eternal so if you are to find out his eternal purpose for your life then that means you have to constantly engage that which is what eternal so what is eternal and that is what I'm looking for what is eternal According to scripture, what is eternal? Uh-huh. 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 What is eternal? The life of God. What is eternal? God. What is eternal? The word. What is eternal? The new covenant of Christ, what is eternal? The word, what is eternal? What? Life after death. After whose death? No, no, after whose death? Jesus? And also? I can't say. So what is it? Life after death is eternal, right? Whose who's death guarantees the eternal life? Jesus Christ, not yours. <laughs> yeah? Your death too. But he doesn't share in your death. Because he died so that you do not no, no, no. He died so that you do not. He died on your. So your death is a waste of his. Thank you. What is it done? Faith. Faith. What is it done? God. What is it done? Life after death. So we have to look at scripture to find that which is eternal. So the scripture says that heaven and earth will do what? Heaven and earth will do what? Heaven and earth will do what? Come on, heaven and earth will do what? But what will remain? But what will remain? So this heaven that you want to go to so crazily will do what? Never saw it. It was always there. You, I know. I'm sure you know that script. <laughs> it's always been there, right? You've read it. You, you've read it, but you've never, you've never seen it. So you want to go to this place that is also not. It's not me. Stop looking at me like that. We're just quoting scripture. It says that heaven and earth shall pass away, but but the word will will remain. There is one other thing that scripture says is eternal. What? What? It says that there are three things. Name them. There are three things. Faith, hope, 
and faith, hope, and faith, hope, and faith, hope, and and love. Faith, hope, and love. But of these three, what is the greatest? So, if faith does not bring you to the place of love, then you're dealing with things that are not eternal. If faith does not bring you to the place of love, then you're dealing with things that are not eternal.
Like I asked myself, I asked myself this question: that when Sarah told Abraham, uh, "Here is my maid servant. Uh, go sleep with her so that we can have a child." You see, then they talk I for the seed of promise.
the Levi becomes a priest and Judah becomes a king. And eventually, Christ comes so that there can be one king and one priest. So, if this, all these people had not done according to the purpose of God, then something would have gone amiss. There is no other word that will profit us apart from the word that God sends to us. And it's not just for our profit, it's for the profit of the body of Christ. So when, 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 when I come and tell you, this is what God is telling me for us to do next year, I want us to have such a, to develop such a discipline and a radicality towards what God has told us to Radical is not castigating sin. is not let me say is not just alright so that I don't demolish the works and the careers of people radical is not just standing up and saying uh, 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 what's the most radical thing you've had what do you consider radical? What do you consider radical Christianity? And you say, this man is radical. This one, this one is radical. the sense that um, when, when, when someone in charge If you are not doing, if you are not chasing after what God has spoken over your life to fully function in the, to fully function as the part of the body that you are, then forget all the other things. You are not radical. 
It doesn't profit us nothing. It doesn't profit us nothing. If we go on our social media and begin to call out Bahati, we evolve, blah, 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 it doesn't profit us nothing. It doesn't profit us absolutely nothing. They are not the first. They will not be the last. It doesn't profit us nothing if we are not functioning in the, in, in the fullness of the word that God has spoken of our lives. So, if God tells us that we have to operate by faith, radicality is making sure that we have harnessed everything completely to be discipled by faith in the time frame that God has given us. So that if God says, now we are moving on from, from, from focusing on faith into focusing on grace, radicality is to make sure that when it comes to the matters of grace, we are fully functional in the matters of grace. When it comes to the matters of giving, we are fully functional in the matters of giving. When it comes to whatever it is that God has instructed us to do, we are fully functional in that. That we have complete desire. We have complete desire to make sure that the word of God of our lives is fulfilled. And not just desire, we have, pra we have practical means to put it out there. We have practical works to make sure that it is coupled by faith. In that space, then we have become radical. All right. We're gonna vibrate. And that becomes really important. That becomes really important. That we cannot be piling up teachings and the word of God and just piling it up and piling it up and piling it up and piling it up and piling it up. And nothing comes forth. There is nothing to show from what God has dispensed over us, what we have had, what we have had. We have to be diligent. I'm really insisting on this. Because as I told you, as I told you, next year, you only make it through by what? By what? By what? By faith. Next year, you only make it through by faith. And that is for us. That is for us. So, in this journey of faith, we are not clinging to the faith in order to come into righteousness and then come into things that are tangible. No, we are clinging on to this faith so that it can draw us to the what? Eternal purpose. The eternal purpose. The eternal purpose. Let's go back to that scripture. Read from verse 8, Ephesians chapter 3. But to me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace is given that I can preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things through Jesus Christ, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly list, the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ, in whom we have boldness and access to confidence so in whom we have boldness and access with confidence. In whom we have boldness, access with confidence through faith. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence. 
remember again, in whom we have access and access. With confidence. Through faith in Him. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence. Boldness and access. Boldness and access with confidence. Boldness and access with confidence through faith. Let's go to the scripture that we were reading last week. But we also know that righteousness 
does not come until faith is made what? We said this last week. That Abraham, when he gave Isaac, his faith was made what? Complete. His faith was perfected. His faith was perfected. So faith moves from an abstract nature into perfection through what? Through what? Works. Through action. So if your faith does not lead you into works, then it is not what? Faith. And this is what I don't want us to do. Again, I don't want us to engage the word of God from an abstract place. I don't want us to engage the word of God from a place where it is just abstract. We do not know. We have nothing to show for. We have nothing to show for. Meaning that, I've told you that you have to go out and get, we have to grow individually and we have to grow corporately. We have to grow individually and have to grow corporately. So you don't want me to be in the position where there is corporate growth, but there is no individual growth, and then you end up being hurt. Because the expectation is that when there is corporate growth, the, 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 the corporateness will carry you into So, when we are putting down, when we are praying, when we are having devotion and we are seeking after the, the word of God, we are seeking after not to hear, but to, to see a fulfillment, then the word of God, through faith, has to lead you into what? 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 Works. It has to lead you into works. It has to lead you into works. So, my question would be, as you are praying, what is the instruction of God on an individual level that is putting you at a place where you have to work? And it's simple things, it's simple things like God will tell you go back to school. Next year, go back to school. Next year, go back to school. Next year, go back to school. And when you stand up and say, you know what, you procrastinate, you procrastinate, you procrastinate, you delay the fulfillment of the word of God in your life because there was no perfection. There was no perfection of the faith because you did not follow the instruction of the Lord. So when we are moving by faith, it means that when God tells you go back to school, what caters, when you take the step of faith and go register, uh, up, do your application and all that and whatnot, then that means that is the action that is that we facilitate. That is the action that we facilitate the faith, and then faith will be perfected, and then you will become what? Righteous. So we say it again, that righteousness is not a fuzzy feeling. Righteousness is not a fuzzy feeling. Righteousness is the accountable measure of faith. So in the day that you are graduating, in the day that, you have, that your school fees has been paid from I don't know where, that, that a miracle has happened because you took a step of faith, then that means that faith has been perfected and now you are known as a what? So when we say we are moving in the steps of faith, when we say we are moving by the steps of faith when it comes to this next year, what, what, is, what are those actions that God is telling you to do? It, as you are engaging faith, what is faith instructing you to do? What is faith instructing you to do? Because minus that, then we remain in the same position forever. We remain in the same position without moving. Even though we are believers, we are born again, but we become so useless because we are not radical enough. And we are not just radical because we fail to take a step. We fail to take a step. So we don't see the fulfillment of the word of God. You see, sometimes I talk 
I talk with you and you, you guys think I'm advising you. I tell you I need you to do this and this and this and this. I feel like this is important for us to do. I feel like you should do one, two, one, two, three, four. And you think I'm advising you. I'm not your psychiatrist. If, if I'll have to sit down with every one of you to see a plan throughout next year so that when it gets to April, I tell you, hey, uh, we had a plan and your story. We had a plan. We had a plan. I'll do it. Because I want us to be known, not by men, but I want us to be known in the heavens as righteous that it will be known of Emmanuel that he was a righteous man in his time. Why? Because he followed faith through and to perfection. That it will be known of Leslie that she was a righteous, she was a righteous woman. She was a righteous woman. So some of the struggles that you're going through, some of the struggles that you're going through, some of, some of the addictions that you're going through will only be done away with when we evolve into this aspect of righteousness rather than the aspect of righteousness that has been preached unto you that keeps on condemning you back into those addictions, back into them, into the same cycles. So, I'm struggling with alcohol. My point is not to leave alcohol. My point is to do the word of the Lord so that my faith can be made perfect and then I can be known as a righteous man. Yes, the heavens will record me as a righteous man even though I'm drinking. See, we have tried all those other means and it's not working. So, I'm saying though, God is telling us we have to live by faith. And then he's telling us that uh, it's not just faith, it's not just thinking and saying, I believe, I believe, you know, I'll go to school, I'll go to school. No, if faith has instructed that you go to school, then you wake up and say, which school am I going to? You go around all the universities, checking for programs and whatnot, come back and say, uh, I've seen one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, there is no money for application. The application is 6,000 bob, 3,000 bob. And then you go take application forms, come back and say, I've taken application forms. What do I do? God tells you, and I'm jealous. It is not that we are not talking about that. We are not talking about wishful. We are not talking about Christian wishful thinking. We are talking about Christian wishful thinking. God says, "End out of tepesa ufanyenini." application. You go, get the money, you do an application, and then God gives you the next instruction. And when we follow those instructions promptly and with urgency, then we are not just, we are not just coming into, into a degree. We are coming into the righteousness of God. And it is the righteousness of God that eradicates everything that is not right inside you with God. So in no time, because you are following the word, in no time because you are following the word, you realize, ah, I'm not struggling with the things that I've been struggling with anymore. And that's why I'm telling you, uh, it, it, it profits us for nothing if I come and tell you here that you do not need to, you, you, you should stop sleeping around. It profits us for nothing. You already know you're not supposed to be sleeping around. But the, how, how do you come out of it? How do you come out of it? You come out of it by following the word of God, following faith unto perfection and then into righteousness. 
If I come and tell you here, uh, 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 there is no rich man that is coming for you to marry you. Newsflash. There is no rich man that is coming. All the rich men are people's husbands. All of them are people's husbands. You get it? The people you see are on your on your app. This is it. This is what you deal with. This is what you, you think you will escape poverty by 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 difficult it is nowadays. It's not even difficult, but how polluted you have been that 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 90% of the girls will struggle with that thought. 90% of the girls will struggle with that thought. They will look at you from the lenses of but this is the thing that I'm saying. If we are to follow through on God's word for us, it's not just God's word. It's not just God's word. It's God's word for us. If we are to follow through on God's word for us, That dream of being a bad girl will disappear slowly. It will not disappear because you you are you are like I, I want it out. No, it will disappear because I'm just taking it a, a step at a time. God, you say I go left, I go left. Nikifka left, To the right or my left. And I'll tell you this. In the days, in the days that you procrastinate the movements of faith that, that, that faith is telling you. Like simple things like uh, just wake up and pray. Wake up and pray. Very simple. Very simple certain things. In the days that you procrastinate those things, you 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 castigate yourself to continue standing in the mud. Faith is movement. Faith is movement. Faith is movement. Faith is not abstract. So this is what I want, I want you to know. That when you're doing this plan that I'm asking you to do, it is not... Uh, last week we had a meeting with the leaders. And uh, I was asking them... Uh, so I, I gave you a task. I told you to go out and pray so that so that we can know what God is saying for us corporately and so that we can come and do. And, and, and because we are spiritual people, see we are, we are, we are, like, so, yeah. And we had a conversation and we decided that we are not saying that the word of the Lord will come. We are saying that the word of the Lord says, do one, two, three. So our work will be to do one, two, three. And then when we get to three, we stand and wait for the next instruction. Alright? So next year, apart from faith, it is our year of work. So we are doing faith and works. It is our year of works. And we have decided finishing up. Give you a snippet and then next week I'll come and, and give you a detailed, detailed, a detailed instruction of what we will be doing.
Next year, we have decided you will reach to 100 people every week. Every week, one you must tell 100 people about Christ. If you don't, then we are failing. And we are asking ourselves, can your faith save you? 100 people. We are putting your English, your education, your looks, your creativity, your dressing, work. 100 people. Every week, wake up on Monday and you find me outside your door. Give me a list of the 100 people you have. You have told about Jesus this last week. Mokoka tu hapa na tuje ukitembea huku watu watu wajuu mokoka Ati tunaendanga na Leslie Chakuya nataka kanisa By the end of the year every one of us must have spoken to 5200 people about what about what about what? Christ. Now in the KB June, the Lord has said uh, 100. 100 is not enough. And I want you to remove that smack off your face. I want you to remove that smack off your face. Because you will clear school. And I don't want, and, 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 and I will find you on the streets giving out flyers. And your boss will tell you, you have to give out 5,000 flyers a day. And you will not give that smack on that face. You will not have that smack on that face. You will give out flyers to sell land. Wearing a short and a football jersey. Or wearing a short skirt and a very thin top in the cold weather of Nairobi. But because it is work, you will do it. So I want you to remove that smack off your face. And I want you to know that this is the work of who? And it is what? Marvelous in our eyes. Talk to saying it's wrong, but I'm saying that because we receive of that which is eternal then we must engage in the works that are what? Eternal. If we engage in the works that are eternal, including giving people life, giving people <laughs> life, then our faith is maturing from just abstractness into love, into the fulfillment of the word. Because for every one of us here, there is scripture that is written about you that needs to be what? Fulfilled. There is scripture that is written about you that needs to be fulfilled for every one of us. And it is not fulfilled because you attend a service. It is fulfilled because you do the word of the 
We read it here in James that when, when, when James says, and this scripture was fulfilled when Abraham brought Isaac to the altar and he wanted to sacrifice him. And scripture was fulfilled. So for every one of us here, scripture is written about you that is waiting to be fulfilled, but it is never fulfilled because you've never taken a step. So the story of your life has no impact of life. The story of your life has no impact because you're living a life that does not fulfill scripture. It does not fulfill the word. Because you see, the stories that we read here are not stories that say, like, what, what has your salvation got to do with one man deciding to sacrifice his son? What has your story got to do with a young boy, a mejichocha, a terenapigan and a giant? What, what, what has your life got to do with that? But because they took action and fulfilled scripture and fulfilled the word of God, then their stories carry what? They carry what? They carry the power of the word that has been fulfilled. So, if we are told that uh, you went to Jacob, you cleared Jacob, got a good job, and now you're doing a good job. Does that story change the life of a man? But if that story has, has come from the place that you going to take what was fulfilling the word of God, then when that story is told, that story changes the life of a man. And that's what I'm trying to tell you, that the stories in this Bible have no power unless they were fulfilling scripture. The prostitute who saved the spies had to be a prostitute. You, you, you get it? She had to be a... If she was a good woman, then, then her story has no impact in our lives. She had to be a prostitute. It is in her being a prostitute that life comes. That life comes. And literally life comes because she becomes part of the lineage that brings about Jesus. That prostitute is, 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 is a mother of Jesus. She had to be a prostitute. Why? Because her being a prostitute, guess what? Does what? Her being a prostitute does what? Say it. Her being a prostitute does what? Fulfills scripture. Like God said, and I'll make you a prostitute so that you can bear my son. And she goes ahead and becomes a... If she does not become a prostitute, then there is no Jesus. Guys, it's not me. It's, it's this Bible you believe in. And me, I'm just reading it out to you. So, if, if God says you, 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 you are to become a nurse, now we are to actual science. We are to science. We are to that you're putting inside our hearts. Can you, can you put your hand on your chest? Just put your hand on your chest. Thank you for the diligence that you're putting inside of us to become un angry and hungry to fulfill your word. That we will not settle. We will not settle. We will not settle. We will not settle. So I decree a radicality. Let, let, let the radical nature of the spirit be born in us. Let the radical nature of the Spirit be born in us. Let the radical nature of the Spirit be born in us. Let the radical nature of the kingdom be born in us. When the scripture says that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force, let that violence, let that violence to make sure that the word of God of our lives is fulfilled be birthed in us tonight. Let it be birthed in us tonight. Let it be birthed in every one of us tonight. Let it be birthed in every one of us that we will not rest if the word is not fulfilled. We will not rest when we are not righteous men. We will not rest when we just have faith and we have no works to show for our faith. We will not rest. We will walk tirelessly. We will run by the strength of the Spirit. We will run by the, the Spirit of the Spirit to make sure that the works 
come through, that the works come through by the faith that we have. So let it be born in us that we will not rest, that we will not rest, that we will not rest, we will not rest, we will not rest until we come into the eternal purpose that has been accomplished in Jesus Christ. We will not rest until every day we are functioning from the eternal purpose. That the manifold wisdom of Jesus Christ that we are letting out is not just being let out, but it is being let out according to the eternal purpose. So let this, uh, let this unction be born in us. Let this unction be birthed in us. Let this unction be birthed in us so that we can move according to your eternal purpose. I give you praise and I give you honor. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray.